A soul's journey, one woman's journey of healing and surrendering to her gifts as a medium. By Marnie Hill. A sample. A little bit about me. Introduction. I did not wake up one day, say something obvious like, hey, I want to be a medium or a psychic. In fact, when it comes to the point of accepting my gifts and abilities, I fought it every step of the way. I don't believe this is a gift that is solely for specific people. I do believe it is a gift, though. We're all gifted in something. As for the gift of being a medium, a person needs to believe in the spirit world, have courage to connect with the afterlife. If he, sh- if she, he is going to do this work professionally, have a deep desire to help people and souls in heaven. Based on experiences I have had, I feel the spirit world has chosen me to do this work. It has. It was not me choosing to do this work. Ever since I can remember, spirit has been making its presence known and trying to get my attention, trying to show me that my connection with the afterlife is very, very real and needed. It's always been my decision to do what I wanted with my gift. When I see how much it helps people, I feel blessed and honoured to be a messenger for the afterlife. However, when I agreed to do this work, I told God I was only going to talk to the dead as long as it helped people as I, as I only wanted positive experiences for everyone and that includes me too I always wanted to help people even when I was a young girl child when I was a teenager I fought the idea of being a being a nun and psychologist when I started dating the nun idea went out the window when I began to learn the experience life my desire Tell others increased, which led me to study social work and psychology for a while. I spent time in business focusing on sales, marketing and employment recruiting. I always felt I had a great understanding of human mind and soul, even from childhood. Perhaps I'm an old soul. However, there is however there will always be something to learn and experience in life. It's mandatory for our growth and for our existence. It's why we're here. I have volunteered for various organisations all the way from my early 20s into my mid-30s. When I was 30, I started on the road to studying psychology, which pretty much slowed down. When I was when my second, had my second child, hell, I was still an avid learner, st- st- student today. I'm a student of the human mind, the soul and the afterlife. I consider myself a long li- lying, lifelong learner of too many disciplines. I believe learning is essential for personal growth. I feel if you stop learning, you're probably on the road to heaven. Taking the next step on your soul's path and getting ready to learn once more. There's no resting in the afterlife. It took me many years to come to terms with my ability to talk to a dead. I've never been trained as a psychic or a medium. I was fortunate to be able to connect with my spirit guides at an early age. They guided me to spectific books, certain classes to take, and who or who not to get or stay connected with. When I took 
look at my past today. I only wish I learned how to listen and accept my gift at an early age. Life would have been so much easier. As for the world of spirit, everything happens in God's time, not always in my time, and everything is and was as it should be been anyway. I don't know how it came all came about this connecting with my guides and angels. There are days when I've left lonely, but I'm not alone. I've always felt spiritual energy surrounding me. Sometimes it feels like someone is in a room or in a house for me, where no physical person is ever present. Spirit energy is very different from the human energy. It's natural progression for me. Finally reach out for the, to the energies that surround me and connect with them. After I immerse myself in the afterlife, I made it a part of my personal and professional life. I noticed that some of these lonely, those lonely moments I would experience when I was younger simply diminished. I've learned over the years that loneliness is simply a soul disconnected with the essence of one's life. In fact, sometimes when I finish a reading or leave a group reading, I feel like I have left a concert. Spirit can be noisy. That could be exhausting. Some of my teachings that help me connect with loved ones and coach others to live in a, a better life have been brought to me by my dreams, or my, by my guides, angels, or my deceased parents. Not all, but some. I use these teachings to help others today. I have astral travelled throughout the night on many occasions to places that have taught me about soul healing. My spiritual guides connect with me through meditation, when I request them to do so, sometimes they just show up. When I was five, I had my first out-of-body experience, where I actually travelled throughout the house, throughout the house. My spirit body went into the kitchen. There was my family having breakfast one Saturday morning. I tried to talk to them, became frustrated and afraid when they couldn't hear me. My father said out loud, we really should try to get Marnie up. She's sleeping really late. I left trying to tell her. I, I was right there. My mother said she could try again. We try again. She went into my room, came out and said, I'm still sleeping. I faded. I drifted my way back to my body, which I was lying in a bed, in bed. I remember all of a sudden I was trying to open my eyes up and I couldn't. I couldn't even move my body. Eventually I woke up, went to the kitchen and told my family my experiences. They, my experience, they looked, just looked at me and smiled. So I closed my mouth like I usually did and sat down to eat breakfast. Even though I got really good at keeping my feelings and experience quiet, the spirit world, particularly my female guide, would tell me not to worry. I was told I was okay. I was not to be afraid of any experiences I was having since, well, having while I was awake, or while I was dreaming, as it all makes sense one day. I didn't realise how long it was going to take me to understand that my spirit guides exactly meant by this. They're still teaching me today. I convinced I never stop learning. Teachings can't come in my dreams or even through my life experiences. My life lesson, dreams and communication, the afterlife have put me on a path to my life calling and have taught me about forgiveness, grief and happiness. I feel it's important to note that I am a strong believer in God. I know that I do not 
what I do is not against God. Why well, I'm not going to get too much into talking about religion in this book. I do believe we're all given gifts to help people, and some people are given different kinds of gifts. My focus is on service, of service to God, the spirit world, solely to help others like live a better life. I do this by utilising my gifts and experience, knowledge, those gifts and knowledge I gained over the years from my experience, a varied variety of training I've had within many disciplines. Not only do I restore people's belief and faith in God and the afterlife, but I can bring comfort and peace to troubled souls who have been stricken with deep grief, who perhaps can only see the dark when there is light within and all around them. When I attend church, which is as much as I can, I get very emotional, listen with my heart. I don't believe God is found within the church. I believe he's found within. He's within you. I mean, Jesus started his teaching on the mountain. I pray at least twice a day. I thank God for my gift that helps so many. I try to live without being grat- in gratitude daily. I have a picture of the Mother Mary on my wall by the stairs and every morning I look at it and say and look at that and thank her. I thank her for her truths and for what she brought to this world. I do not dwell on the dark side of life. However, early in my life and in my career the dark sometimes found me. Why? Because everything that lives or has breathed looks for acceptance, truly looks for ways to be part of the light. When you delve in, into the other side, you're helping to guide people to this planet, you begin to shine very bright. The spirit world knows exactly how to find a medium, both the good spirits and the bad spirits. Found over the years, when I stay close to my faith and I trust and believe in myself and the afterlife, my life stays within the divine flow. Only good comes to me. It's a practice and a practice well worth the work. When I was young, I did simply knew something was a little different about me. Not only from the knowing, I would experience seeing the dream, spirit world with my physical eyes and having very vivid dreams. I know today were my guides speaking to me. I just always felt different. I have yet, in fact, yet to find a word that would exactly describe feeling different, where someone else may understand me and why. Yes, I know what you mean. I would wake up nightly to tell my parents there were people standing in my room. I understand one man very vividly. I remember one man very vividly saying he really wanted to talk to me and that he had something he needed to share or teach me. I found out almost 30 years later it was my spirit guide. When I was young I kept pulling the covers over my head and when it got too much I would scream. This would cause my parents to come into my room. I tried to explain my, to my mother and father what was happening. They insisted I was dreaming and it would all be okay. I knew different though. Of course everything was going to be okay, but these visitations were not dreams. They were real people standing in, my, in front of me that only I could see, so I kept quiet again. In my teens I learned to ignore my, my, my psychic and medium abilities only because I was afraid of what others would think of me. I don't want to get be labelled as crazy. Around age 11, my family and I moved into a house where I saw the fur and met spirit nightly. This was my grandmother's old home. I wasn't afraid of these sightings, but I didn't know what 
they were either, till one night they changed my life considerably. This is the night my father acknowledged that he had seen his deceased father in the hallway on several occasions, and the dog also sensing his energy. When he told me that I wanted to jump up for joy for a split second, I felt a little more normal. But when I say, saw my father years later in the world of spirit, one evening after he passed, I, I felt even more secure with my, with my experiences. In my twenties, I acknowledged my gift, but I, I didn't listen to it. I kept it all a secret and lived through hell because of it. No one knew about that, what could see or do, except for the friends who were beginning to ask questions like, how did you know what was going to happen? I guess I was in the closet, so to speak. I'm in my thirties. I learned to live with my gifts, still not understanding its purpose. In my forties, I learned to finally accept my gift, understand it, and embrace all that God, the spirit world, and the universe had to offer me. Let me tell you, though, it wasn't all about acceptance. Spirit was coming forward to me, showing my uh, daily in my life and my abilities all time high. There was no, that was no way I could ignore my gifts anymore. No, my calling was revealing itself once more. Spirit was speaking loud and clear in my soul. Well, my soul was screaming at me to pay attention to my life calling. When I finally surrendered to God and the afterlife and agreed, they would be a messenger for the other side. It was then that I felt I was truly born. I felt I was finally born into a world where I could be me, not afraid of who I was and understand. I wasn't different at all. I should, could educatedly and subconsciously understand my abilities and gifts was something I should not fear but embrace, and that I was definitely not crazy. I feel my gift is here to help everyone, the living, the dead, and myself. However, I am like anyone else. I need to work through my own problems. I don't get lottery numbers or anything like that. Why on earth would any spirit or angel provide me, that to me, or anyone else for that matter? It would take me away from the number one rule of life, learning. I can hear the sub subtle voices of my mother and father and my guides who usually say yes, no, turn right, turn left, and so on. This information is only provided to me. It's for my, it's for, for the high, my highest power, or it's... Or it's helping someone. That is, I need to learn something. I'm going to learn like everyone else. It's a great responsibility to conduct this type of work. Delivering messages from the afterlife, intuitively and psychologically helping people. I am open to all sorts of energies and entities and a beautiful life, angels and loved ones who have been, have very important information, love to provide to me and my clients. If you wish to learn, hear more of this great, read more of this great book. Here is the following information. A soul's journey, one woman's journey of healing and surrendering to her gift as a medium is available on Kindle version by Marnie Hill, author. 
Kindle edition, £8.29. Hardbook edition, £21.49. Available on www.amazon.co.uk.